Welcome everyone to the Reshaping Strength Podcast. For the second episode today, I'm joined by none other than the fittest 40 to 44 year old in Ireland, Amanda Cummins. What was your background prior to CrossFit? Yeah, so when I grew up, I did gymnastics. So I did that from I was about five until I was about 18. So I always sort of did sports as a kid. Um, so I did that. Um, I competed at an international level for that as well. And then, so, you know, you did the sports in between. I did camogie, karate, dancing, you know, a bit of basketball and school, hockey, just a bit of everything, really just on, on the side, like, as well, so. In terms of your physique, were you always muscular then? Yes. So when I first started working, so I got <clears throat> um, my first legitimate job. <laughs> Let's just say when I was 16. And, like, you know, I'll sort of the, the girls and stuff, and be like, oh, my God, you're, you're so bulky, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and I was just like, uh, well, I sort of, like, I train, so, <laughs> you know, cause, and that was... When I was 16 so that would have been what 25 years ago really so it was still at a time where women didn't really work out the same way as what women would nowadays do you know that way going back to the 90s do you recall the swimmer Michelle Smith yeah for those who don't know Michelle was an Irish Olympian competing in the 90s she went from an also runner to a competitor and a swimming magazine discusses her transformation with Gary O'Toole's comments as he compared the transformation to a complete metamorphosis as she had gone from round and feminine and carried a, not a lot of excess weight but some to a point where she was comment, where he was commenting my god what have you been taking despite her failed drug test in the 90s the assumption prior was she was on something due to her achieving the physique needed to compete in such a quick turnaround going back to that complete metamorphosis comment. Have you ever had to deal with comments that try to diminish your own efforts to gain to a certain level within sport? Um, not so much in sports, like, but outside. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, when I'm in work and stuff like that, and, like, especially young young kids, whatever, like, guys, see me, like, and, like, if I'm, like, kicking them out of shop or whatever, like, that, like, oh, should we be big juice head? Like, do you know what I mean? But, like I'm just like well no I just work out like do you know what I mean <laughs> I was like these are like little kids that wouldn't know anything about you know eating good food or like even what working out was do you know what I mean because all they do is hang around the streets all day do you know what I mean so they wouldn't be into sports and stuff and I think it's hilarious they're about 14 15 like they don't even know what they're saying to you but it's just like they're hearing other people say that and then because obviously I don't know I I don't even Sometimes I'd be like, what are you talking about? And then people are like, no, you look like you work out. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, do I? <laughs> um, so in that respect, like, yeah, for sure. Like, because I know, like, there's a, a big difference in my physique since I started CrossFit to now. Because obviously when I started CrossFit, I wasn't competitive. I was just doing it as like, you know, it was just a sport. Mm. And then I'm sure, like, there is some people looking at you going, oh, how come like your body has changed so much and it's like it's a worked hard for the last five years <laughs> do you know what I mean it's not like an overnight thing where oh all of a sudden like you have muscles again like do yeah. you know that way a more recent example or comments would be Amanda Barnhart being a high level games athlete competitor she's often posting content where she's mid-workout 
but has also had to deal with a lot of comments to the point where she started to post going against the manish or steroid comments that are made towards her when you see comments like this and discussions around it how does it make you feel um it does annoy you a bit because you're just like they're just living their life do you know what i mean they're doing what they want to do and they're really good at this sport that they're doing and um it's it does like sometimes you're like oh like people are arseholes like but then i think it's it's something that just people have accepted comes with social media nowadays mm-hmm. that for you know every hundred comments that you get positive there's going to be one or two negative comments and they're the ones obviously that stick with you because they're the negative ones and then it's on your post mm-hmm. as well so obviously you're going to read them you know whereas if it was on one of these forums like you don't have to go you have to physically go in and read these forums where when it's on social media it's it's your own personal page like and it's just it's crazy i had a uh, one person trolling me one time <laughs> like slacking off like some random or like i don't even know who it was i i put up a video and uh i was doing weighted pull-ups and he's all like uh, oh they're not strict pull-ups because <laughs> i was like moving a bit because i had like 25 kilos on me or something like that like I just laughed like I like because that was just one comment but I'm sure if you're getting like constantly getting every time you post that someone's like going into your posts just to comment on I'm sure it is very draining like for you so you think rather than being able to fully change perception there will always be someone with that negativity even if it's only one of every 100 yeah I think that there's always going to be someone who doesn't like what you're doing do you know what I mean Um, there's going to be always someone who feels they can say what they want because you're sitting in their house you know on a keyboard you're not actually face to face because like people wouldn't say that to your face Mm -hmm. the stuff that they're saying online you know it's just because they have like fake accounts or whatever like that that they think they can say what they want. Have you ever had experiences with people making comments outside of social media then? Um, yeah, like, so just to sort of make an example. So say, like, I went on holidays last year with a friend of mine who does CrossFit as well. And, like, you're walking down the street and, like, you're just... It's actually funny, like, because, like, you're in your own bubble and you think like oh, everyone thinks the same way as you or everyone is the same way as you and then when you go to like a holiday destination and you see like say inverted commas normal people like compared to you mm-hmm. like you do actually get because there's like two females as well you actually get a lot of people staring at you and like looking at you and like would make comments as well um which i find like because i'd be like i was like you know i don't really get that but now that i'm thinking about it like, and then there was another time I was with the same person and we were in a hotel, whatever. And we were just wearing, we had vest tops and whatever on. And like, <laughs> a woman was all like, oh, it's not freezing. <laughs> and we're like, well, no, because <laughs> you're wearing shorts and a top. Like, because, you know, you feel good and like you, you wear what you want. Like, and it was summertime as well. And we were just like, no. <laughs> like just some random woman walking by us in the corridor of the hotel. But I, I do find, say if I'm on my own, it's not as prevalent, but if you're with another 
mm. female who is the same physique as you, and mm. um, people definitely stare a lot more and think, I don't know what they think, but they make more comments or you can see them, you know, when you're walking down the street, like on holidays, because you're like, it's sunny and you're wearing like shorts and a top or whatever like that. Um, people do stare more, definitely. Following on from that, we've discussed the perception of strength from 25 years ago. Comments such as, oh, you're so bulky, etc. Do you still get negativity the last few years in Ireland then? Um, not really, actually, because like a lot of people, like because I work with, um, in a supermarket, like and I, I deal with like all different types of customers every day, like all my, the regular customers that come in and stuff. They're all they're always asking me about like CrossFit and weightlifting and all that sort of stuff. And they're all like, you're so fucking strong, like and you know, you look really well. And then, like, they'd be talking about, oh, I need to go on a diet or, you know, watch what I eat, whatever. And they're like, but you, you don't need to worry about that. Look at you. Like, do you know what I mean? You look class. Like, <laughs> And I'm just like, and this is from, like, you know, sort of my generation and older women as well. Like, do you know that way? Like, because I think the perception has changed. Thank you all for listening to another episode of the Reshaping Strength podcast. The next episode will be a table talk episode where we ask the question, has there been a change of perception of women within strength conditioning sports? Chat to you then.